0: Paging Jeremy. Paging Jeremy. (laughs) 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 I'm just a fucking calamity when it comes to mechanics.
1: (laughs) And everything else, but that's besides the plan.
0: News. News. News, news.
1: I I don't have enough energy to do that. I was say that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> Hello,
2: everybody,
0: and welcome back. It is episode twenty three of the Retro Rents Retro Gaming Podcast, and I am your hostess of the mostest. It's Al. It's Travis. I'm Kyle. He is Kyle. He's always been Kyle. And he's always so- been this enthusiastic.
3: That's <laughs> as crazy as I get, folks.
0: <laughs> oh man, I just wanted to take a quick moment and do a you know quick apology. I know we've we've been out of the loop for a little while, but it's just schedules being what they are. And I'm sure everybody heard on Twitter uh, we just welcomed our third daughter into the world. And Yay, uh, yes, Abby, thank you, Abby arrived safe and sound and healthy, and she's a wonderful little baby. And uh, everything's good. Um. But yeah, so I mean, before we get to me, what have you guys been up to?
1: Uh, I've been uh, I've been working a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that mo- work is, is is mostly what I've been doing. Um, I've uh, I've been getting a little game time in here and there. Uh, I recently finished up Baldur's Gate: Dark Alliance for the PlayStation Two,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, which is a pretty good game. I was just actually really disappointed in how short it was.
0: It was a short game. It was definitely it, I, a short game. I finished it in about six hours. I don't remember it being that short, really.
1: Yeah, it was that short. Wow. Um, uh, the the final boss was probably one of the easiest final boss fights I've ever done in my life. No shit. Yeah, it was. I don't know. There was just something about it. I just i I mean, I found this Onyx sword at the last sub boss, mm. and I equipped that and i just walked up to the final boss and just kept smacking her smacking her <laughs> smacking her and just and and beat her it was it was horrible oh, i was no. really disappointed in the end of that game
0: yeah it, it, it kind of uh, sucks too cuz that was like that game had a good engine it had a good story if i remember right
1: yeah, um, yeah. and it was fun while i was playing it it's just the challenge kind of leaked out of it after a while mhm but yeah. uh there's only like 3 chapters each chapter took me a couple hours and that was it so <clears throat> I'm looking forward to Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance too, though.
0: That might be the one I played. Because I was going to say I don't remember it being that short. I mean, I do remember being bit on the shorter side, maybe ten hours, twelve hours. Okay, but that that's might be the better. second one. That might be the second one.
1: Huh? Um, yeah. So that's that. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, I yeah, I recently started playing Makai Kingdom, what which is, that? is a strategy RPG from our good folks at Nippon Ichi Software. Ooh. It is, uh, you know, they're the developers of Disgaea, Phantom Brave, Lapu Cell Tactics, Grand Kingdom, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, fantastic, fantastic company. Uh, I love everything that I've played from them. Yeah, same sure here. I love everything else that I will play from them. So, uh, but this one's cool because it's uh, your characters can actually get inside vehicles. Cool. And there's all kinds of, you know, crazy, random, uh, crazy array of different weapons that you can get. And uh it's just it's super fun so far. I'm only about four hours into it, but I'm I'm enjoying the hell out of it right now. So
0: That sounds pretty sweet.
1: Yeah. Um and besides that, I've actually just been watching uh a whole crap load of uh gaming let's plays and uh racing videos on YouTube. I haven't been watching any shows or anything like that. But
3: like real racing videos or like gaming racing videos?
1: No uh, real racing. Nice. Yeah.
3: Nice I am I uh, are you found any specific car or?
1: Um, I've been looking for GTI stuff, but it's actually, there's not much out there. Um, it doesn't seem like there's a very big uh, GTI scene on YouTube like there is for uh, like JDM imports. Right. Um, but I'm hoping that I can find some more stuff uh, and maybe contribute a little bit once I start working on my car, um, which actually leads me to a bit of an announcement. I am uh, discontinuing my game collection for the time being Oh, um, uh, I'm holding off on any, any major purchases for a while uh, because I'm actually going to start working on my GTI uh, and that's where most of my money is going to go and the main reason why I'm stopping the game collecting for that is because uh, starting to work on my car is actually going to allow me to spend more time with my girls because they're going to help me out with it
2: mm-hmm.
1: so I can Very teach good. them as I learn and, uh, you know, they'll help me. They're going to help me this weekend. I have a couple of uh, lights to replace. I got a fog light to replace. I have a, um, a side view mirror light that I have to replace as well, or else I'm going to fail inspection. <laughs> um, so, but they'll help me with that. So that way, you know, I can spend more time with them and, you know, kind of teach them some new stuff and, and get them interested in, in some things that I'm interested in outside of gaming, something a little more active.
0: So That's a great idea. Yeah.
3: It's a good life lesson, too. I, I mean, doing basic maintenance on a car like that, I think, is, is excellent. I mean, I know, you, I know you're going to go deeper than basic maintenance, but, like, you know, replacing lights, brakes, oil changes, those are all things everybody should know how to do.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Uh, my poor dad tried. He tried so hard. <laughs> I'm just a fucking calamity when it comes to mechanics.
1: <laughs> and everything else, but that's besides the point. Oh. Uh, Oh. I love you. I love you. I love
0: you. <laughs> Shit bird. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but uh, yeah, so that's, that's that's my big announcement for for the cast. Um, I am going to miss it. Good for I'm you. I'm not getting rid of anything. I'm just going to slow down drastically. Like I'm not going to be buying lots. I'm not going to be buying those $100 plus games. Um, I'll probably, you know, fetch a game here or there that I, want to, that I actually want to play.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I'm not going to go nuts over getting a complete set anymore. Not for now. Not until, you know, Something drastically changes in, in the amount of time or the amount of money that I have. It's a good so, idea. Yeah, yeah, right on. Um, but I mean, at this point, I still have about three hundred thirty PlayStation Two games that I can play, um, and I think Jeez. I'm hovering around the six hundred physical game mark. Holy so shit. I have no lack of games to play at all.
0: Wow, you're almost as big as my Steam library. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> At least with the Steam library you don't have to find places to put them all.
0: Oh, that is the truth. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah.
1: But uh yeah, so that's uh that's that. And I am I am actually hoping to um take my GTI and, and make it track ready and then take it down to uh the New, Jer- New Jersey Motorsports Park. and
2: Oh, really? And, you know,
1: go do some track days down there or you know see if I can find some other tracks within like an hour or so drive
0: should um, hook you up with my cousin man my cousin alex uh that used to own uh, isp um, Okay, he's since you know sold the company retired uh he's also currently the mayor of byram right now oh uh, wow and uh but he he has like um his side hobby is his performance garage and he races like he just came nice. in first for the first time uh on this track or it may not be the first time but it's the first time i saw it on facebook and he's really really into it so i don't know i could reach out to him if you have any interest as you get closer to race ready yeah that'd be he, cool he's a really cool dude um
3: so. yeah i was gonna say my my wife's uncle actually he used to um teach a racing course he's down in like the new hope area so i don't know if it's okay. at that jersey track that you were talking about or not but um I know he was doing it for a while and he really enjoyed it. So I mean, if you Ooh. get into it and you want to take a training course, you know, yeah, I think he's pretty legit. So
1: yeah, I'd love to. That'd be awesome.
0: He's
3: been racing BMWs for years.
1: Okay.
0: Very cool. I nice. like that. So, so yeah, I was, uh, was going to ask you like what your overall goal was, but that's pretty much it. That's cool. It's cool to have yeah. a goal for something like that. And you're not just like tweaking it. You, you have like a set thing in mind that you want to do, which is yeah. cool.
1: Yep, and I think I think it'll be a blast. I'm I'm really I'm really looking forward to to starting to work on it and and you know just get some stuff done and and make it a little bit quicker than it is and you know yeah. see where it takes me, but oh, we'll see. Good. We'll see. Yep. So how about you guys, Kyle? What's up with you?
3: Um, man, since we last spoke, pretty
0: much. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I think um, because I I missed the last cast, but uh, the big one is uh, we bought a new camper.
0: Oh, that thing looks so sweet, too. <laughs> so,
3: yeah, it's nice. Um, it was really hard using a pop-up and, and getting there. It's like the kids running around, the animals running around. I have to crank this 1995 pop-up up and hope, <laughs> hope everything works. <laughs> uh, so we just decided to get something new. Uh, so there's that. Yeah. Um, we've been battling mice in this house ever since. So I, I didn't realize it floods so much at the house that we bought. Not our house specifically, but right down the street. uh uh-huh. um, the, the creek floods all the way up to the first row of houses. And Holy shit. Yeah, it's pretty bad. We're not in a flood zone, but I think it forced all the mice from the the the, the woods to come up into the houses. And we had to battle a family of like – I think we had six mice total.
0: Oh, wow. And
3: I feel – you feel really bad about it, but
0: – No, but you have I, to. I can't have, have them in to. the house
3: pooping everywhere, you
0: know? No, no. No.
3: So we had – we got rid of them and, uh, man – above this is gross in my game room actually above is there's a loft like um, the garage loft and there's a ceiling above here that has insulation and like a little crawl space right one of them died up there somehow and it was making the whole room stink oh no so uh,
0: so for like all this time your kids thought it was your butt
3: well it might have been that too (laughs) but the bad thing is, like, you know, uh, there's a there's an entranceway, and I'm not going to get into details about the mouse because it's disgusting, but there's an entranceway up there. And when we first moved in, Heather's mom collects dolls, those porcelain ones.
2: <laughs>
3: and I put one back there for, like, thinking, all right, 30 years from now, someone's going to buy this house when I'm no longer around, and that's going to be hilarious. <laughs> you think we'll like I do. <laughs> So now I have to go in there, and that's all staring at me, I'm like no, uh, that's creepy. It was so creepy, and I'm just like I crawl in there, and like I had my kid's Avengers flashlight that died <laughs> halfway in, so like I scream like a five year old and run out of there.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. That's what I do every day when I leave work.
3: I'm so manly.
0: Oh, dude, that's hilarious.
3: It was pretty funny, but uh, and then we were at the Eagles game this past Sunday, and like,
0: uh... nice.
1: That's yeah, cool.
3: Yeah, we got really good seats. Got to go with my mom and dad. Uh, that was pretty rad. So, and it they was,
0: won. I was gonna say it wasn't a pretty win, but a win's a win, baby.
3: You know what? I'll take it. It was it was raining the whole game until like the the the, the like halfway through the fourth quarter it finally stopped. So you're never gonna have a pretty win when it's raining like that.
0: Yeah, yeah it's that's okay.
3: Yep, it's a win. Yeah. Uh, game game wise, I'm still playing Guns Gorn Canoli Two on the Switch. Nice. Uh, been really enjoying it's just funny um, every every like um, shooter trope I think is in that I mean there's zombies <laughs> there's Nazis there's mobsters uh, yeah. it's, it's funny um, I think
0: Mike mentioned that on one of the BFF episodes it sounds like a fun game
3: it is it's just silly you know it's like it's <laughs> a good one for play like if you have like 10-20 minutes to pick up play for a little bit
0: sure perfect
3: um, God of War 3 remastered they released it on the PS4 uh, plus for the free game
0: Oh so nice. I'm playing that
3: I'm playing through that again, cool, and um, I'm sure we'll get to this later, but I've been playing the Nintendo Online service quite a bit too.
0: It's pretty sweet, man my brother in law showed me uh over the weekend very mm-hmm. sweet,
3: yeah, I actually really like i i mean I know I plug this a lot, but I know like it's it's cool that you can get the 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 Famicom games on there too,
0: yep, yeah, and it's he, cool to he, get
3: the box art. I can't read any of it, but like the box art's pretty cool to see, and they did like the subtle differences in some of the games is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, he did the same thing, like you were saying, like, create the account and then you can snag them or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, it's pretty sweet, man. He showed me uh, when he came over over the weekend. And uh, it looks like a cool service. It looks like something I can get into for sure.
3: It's a good start. I'm hoping Nintendo starts releasing different things other than the same 20 games on their stuff, you know, because a yeah. lot of those games are on the classic. Um, yeah. So I'm hoping they they expand it. That's the
0: plan from what I read. Yeah, I think so every month they're going to be adding a few.
3: Yep, It's a good start.
0: Okay. So, yeah, what about you, Al? Oh, boy. <laughs> well, obviously, um, you know, we just had the baby. And the great thing about working for a company that, that kind of gives a shit about its employees is I have four weeks of paternity leave that I now have to use. And... um so, I took two weeks off, starting last week. So, this is my my last full week off, and then I go back Monday. Um, so, I've actually, you know, aside from spending plenty of time with the kids, with them, and with the baby, I've actually had a lot of time to play games, now that I'm not, you know, helping sales reps into the hours of the evening. Um, so... I've played some really, really great ones since we last talked. I could not wait to tell you guys about some of these. Um, One of which I snagged, I want to say like three weeks ago, called uh, Warhammer 40k Inquisitor Martyr. I know that's like a mouthful, but um, that is... It's an ARPG, Diablo-esque, but... In the Warhammer 40k universe. So it's like, you know, 40,000 years to the future. The universe is ending. It's, you know, chaos versus the forces of light. And it's a losing war. And I I preface this with, I don't know shit about Hmm. Warhammer 40k lore. Or even the regular Warhammer lore. But this game gets you so into it just through its story and, you know, presentation that you're like, man, this is... This is something I could, like, I'm, I'm intrigued to pick up a couple books. I'll say that. And then, it is so loaded. It is one of the biggest games that, like, I feel like no one's ever heard of. This game is freaking awesome. Um, aside from, so it it's like Diablo, but it plays differently. It's slower paced in that you're not just going to go through like you would be, you know, soloing a grift and... Blowing through the area in like 15 minutes. I'd say each mission takes upwards of like 20 to 25 minutes. Okay. You, That's not bad. No, and you have to be like tactical. You have to, you know, make sure you bring the right weapons depending on what you're facing. Um, there's three main classes that then branch off into three separate classes. Um, so I chose Crusader to be like the walking tank, and then I'm a heavy gunner, so I've got. I've I've basically gotten comfy with using shotguns and (laughs) flamethrowers. Nice. And, um, you know, it's got a wicked addictive loot system. There's a crafting system. There's a mission creation system, sort of, that is really wild, um, where you kind of throw these tarot cards down of what you want to find in the mission, and then it generates it based on that, Um, like weapon type and stuff like that. Then there's like a mini campaign generator where it'll string together like three or four missions together and in between you have to make decisions and spend credits and based on your success rate versus your casualty rate will we'll generate uh, money and these glory points. And at the end of the week, whoever's got the most glory points on the leaderboard in the game gets like rewards and stuff. Um, and then the scale of the game is just massive. I realized playing two nights ago... Like, you start off in this this one small system, and then you zoom out, and it's, like, a bigger subsection of that system. Basically, I, I was zooming out three times all the time to where it's like, oh, I have to go to this other section. And there's, like, three or four sections, and inside those sections, there's five or six places to go. And then in each of those places has, like, three or four different missions. Well, then I find out two nights ago that you can zoom out again. <laughs> and that's where you're actually in, like, the solar system view. So... I've probably sank 30 hours into this already. I could easily see there being another 50 or 60, and I'm just having a blast.
1: That's awesome. That sounds really cool.
0: Oh, it is so much fun. I mean, for someone like me, like, I enjoy Diablo three, but it is a little fast-paced where I'm just mashing buttons and mashing skills, going through it without really thinking, and just going to the end, to the finish line. Whereas, like in this the the bosses there's you know elites like you see in diablo but then there's bosses you have to fight like giant fucking walking mechs that take up like half the screen that you have to like tactically fight you're not going to take them down you know in two or three cycles of your skills you're going to have to wear them down slow you're going to have to run around the room you're going to have to hide behind pillars like that'll get blown away after a while so you start running out of places to hide like it's just it's to me it's it's been a lot more fun um There's multiplayer, there's co-op, there's PvP. I haven't tried any of that yet. I'm just having too much fun on my own. But, uh, yeah, if anybody listening out in podcast land or anybody that listens to us, if you pick up that game on Xbox, gotta let me know. I'm dying to play this with other people. Um, So, yeah, there's that. And then I reached out to um, Mode 7 Gaming. Um, They are the creators of Frozen Synapse, which... Was like a strategic, kind of five second turn based shooting game, uh, kind of like controlling a SWAT team. And I really enjoyed the first one. Um, But it was, you know, it was kind of small in scale in that you just had different maps of different, you know, building layouts or room layouts. And, um, yeah, that was pretty much it. You have to figure out how to beat everybody that's in there, you know, strategically placed and get there with as many of your guys out as possible. Very fun, very addicting. But the second one dropped. last week and it is much bigger in scale there's like a whole living city portion of it there's factions now it, Travis it actually reminds me a lot of Shadowrun oh nice I'm um, for that. yeah there's like contract runs to do um, there's an overarching mission of getting these relics to control this other force this like you're not sure if it's a people or artificial intelligence but you need these relics to control them and, like, if you go on a mission and you get a relic, you know, they'll try to invade somewhere. You stop them and you'll steal one of their relics. Then you got to go back to your base. Well, all the other factions want it too, so they're going to try to jump you. And you have to decide, like, do you take them on or do you give them this relic, like, if they catch you in between? And the last game I played, I was like, fuck this, I could take these guys. So I, I wiped the floor with them. Well, that pissed them off, and then they sent two full squads against my headquarters and killed me. <laughs> so... It's very cool. I highly recommend that one. I probably sank about 20 hours into that already. Um, very much enjoying it. Yeah,
1: I played I played the first Frozen Synapse a little bit. I think I had a demo for it or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, it didn't really seem like my game at the time, mm-hmm. but this was before I got heavy into um, Shadowrun Returns and Shadowrun Dragonfall.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: I'll have to go back and, and see if I can give it another shot, see if it's uh, my thing
0: i'd highly this recommend guy. i'd recommend the second one just because there's more behind it there's more okay of this is why you're doing what you're doing um and that's where the shadow run feel comes from where it's like oh I'm, I'm running a job you know for this guy and you know like some jobs can be you know get this package and deliver it or it could be you know invade this head- it's it's very detailed very very cool um, Mode 7 have basically taken everything that you know people liked about the first one and just ramped everything up. Like, just nice. made it fantastic. Um, I also reached out to, I, I think, and I, I apologize if I'm getting your name wrong. Um, it's just been a, a while since I read the email. But I believe his name was Phil, uh, one of the developers. If not, I think he might be the main developer. Um, I'm going to see about having him on, and we'll bring him on here to talk uh, sometime in October. Uh, he was all about that. Uh, so we can get to hear about how he made the game. And then finally, the last one I'm checking out. And this is where we get into the retro. Um, if you're on Steam, you've probably seen in the past week or so, probably since June, I think, that is when the game came out, I kept getting ads for this game called The Great Gaias. Um, graphically, audially, um, just gameplay-wise, it instantly reminded me of Final Fantasy VI, but with a little bit, you know, with better graphics. Um, and it plays very much like that, except, like, there's, you know, deeper systems to it. There's crafting, um, and so far, I've probably put mm, about four hours into that, and, you know, full disclosure, they they gave me a copy of the game to, to review, so, like, you know, I'm just giving it an honest take, um, but story-wise, this is fantastic, like, in the... F- first hour that i played this game something happened in that story and if either one of you pick it up being parents you will immediately know what i'm talking about but i'm sitting here going oh my god no that's this isn't going to happen this isn't going to happen and like I'm, I'm sitting there with my hand over my mouth watching this 16 bit scene play out and i was just like oh my god like it was the most wrenching thing i've seen in 16 bit graphics hmm. And... actually it
1: looks pretty cool um it's a appears to be a uh, rpg maker game uh, is it which, yeah it's actually kind of surprising because rpg maker games don't usually rate that high um i mean of course you know you have your your exceptions like to the moon to the moon yeah but uh I i'll i'm definitely gonna check this one out I, I, i'm intrigued
0: it but is... it some
1: screenshots on steam and it looks pretty cool
0: it is great it is so great like it's the kind of game you always wanted to make if you were half good at RPG Maker and you could be write a good yeah. story. Like they've done a phenomenal job. The music is gorgeous. Like it's really, really good, man. I I can't say enough good about it. Um, so I'll be playing that. I'm gonna probably uh, tomorrow sink a ton of hours into that uh, at some point. And then uh, finally, I I just started tonight. I just started Pathfinder Kingmaker. Um. I'm only about an hour or so in, maybe two. Uh I love it so far. I mean it's it's Baldur's Gate two with a kingdom building component, and I haven't even gotten to the kingdom building component yet. Uh set in the Pathfinder system and Pathfinder rules. So Yeah. <laughs> it's great. Nice. And uh other than that, watching my daughter play Minecraft. My god, Paige is like totally hooked on it. <laughs> I just put her in Almost creative best. mode and yeah, I just put her in creative mode and she builds bridges. it's great to watch but uh yeah so that's what we've been playing watching I know I rambled on there but it's really been a a couple weeks and I couldn't wait to tell you guys about those games seriously if anybody gets Warhammer you gotta tell me (laughs) I wanna play that so bad with other people
1: it's not gonna be me
0: (laughs) unless they have it for PC and it's cross platform uh I don't know I don't know if it's cross-platform. It might be. That might be worth looking into. Um, but yeah. So that's that. Let's talk about the upcoming releases and free stuff that's coming out. We've got um, Games with Gold. Uh, the second half of this month has had uh, Prison Architect and uh, LiveLock. And then, uh, or no, it's I think it's Prison Architect and Sega Classic Collection of Monster World. Um, Which and then is awesome. yeah, yeah, I snagged that. I haven't played it yet. I mean, I'll get there. Free is free. Um, and then another big release this week. Uh, I believe it's coming to consoles soon, but it's on PC. Is the Bard's Tale Four? Woo! Um, this is this is really cool. Uh, I hadn't really known this game was being made. Uh, but it was it's being made by InXile Entertainment. Brian Fargo, the lead designer, which is amazing because he's been wanting to make the sequel to the Bard's Tale for years. Um, I actually have a review copy of that waiting for me to uh, get into, and I'm I'm definitely going to be playing that soon. Uh, I mean, I grew up playing the first three. I'm sure you played one, Travis, at some point.
1: Yeah, at at some point. It's been a while, <laughs>
0: but um, yeah I I really enjoyed that growing up so it was so awesome to see the sequel uh, come out and from what I from what I've seen it looks great and people are digging it so we'll be checking that Um, Pathfinder Kingmaker comes out today obviously Um, and then Life is Strange 2 I believe that hits today as well Uh, so that's out for anybody that wants to check it out
1: I have never played Life is Strange, and I've watched it um, a decent chunk, but, I mean, that game just does not seem like it appeals to me at all, which is weird because I love stories. I, like, I love those in-depth stories, but, like, for whatever reason, it just doesn't feel like it'd be any fun to me.
0: Oh, really? I think I played the first chapter a long time ago, the first one, when it first came out. Um I okay. do remember I remember liking it. I, I thought the story was pretty good. Um and the whole rewind time mechanic was very interesting. Um but yeah, I I'll give it a shot, you know. I, I, I've gotta beat the first one yet. So we'll see where that goes. Um let's see. Travis, have you heard Yo. anything about the Warhammer Fantasy ARPG that's in the works?
1: I haven't, but I'm going to now.
0: <laughs> this was just announced last week, I think. Um, and there's not much was really revealed, except that they're making it. Uh, I believe it's called Chaos Bane. Uh, there's no date yet. But it's set in the Warhammer fantasy world, which is actually a nice change. Uh, and it'll be interesting to see how that turns out.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm just... I, I When it comes to Warhammer... If it's anything different than the Warhammer game on PS1, I'll probably enjoy it. Uh, um,
2: what was the Warhammer? I, game I on not, that was
1: the one that was it was um a RTS sort of. Um but it was it was uh like militia based. So you uh. had your little militias that you could kind of navigate around the maps and they would fight against other ones and everything. And I just couldn't get into that. But every other Warhammer game that I've played that wasn't that, I've loved. So yeah? I'll probably greatly enjoy this one.
0: Did you play the one by uh, Creative Assembly, the Total War guys?
1: Uh, I haven't. I want to, though. I, de- I really want to play that one.
0: Uh, to- the- I've got the first one F- really good. Um, I mean, I've beaten a campaign with it, so I did play it long enough to, to win the main campaign. But it's very, very good. Um, a nice. lot of people said when that was released that it was like exactly what the Total War series desperately needed, was fantasy elements.
1: Uh, speaking of which, uh, Total War of Warhammer 2's new DLC is coming out next week. Or, I'm sorry, is going to be revealed next week.
0: Ooh. I'd be interested so. to see what that is. Yeah. I, I honestly got, I haven't even gotten the second one because there's no way my computer could run it. My computer could barely run the first one. <laughs> so... That's why uh, Christmas—it's time for an upgrade. Yeah. But uh, oh boy, <laughs> I can see I haven't updated the agenda since the big news. <laughs> um, The Walking Dead episode final season episode two is supposed to drop today. Um, we'll talk about that in a bit. <laughs> I have plenty to say here. Yeah. Um, and then finally, Forza Horizon Four. Uh, hit stores on the 28th, and it will be added to Game Pass, I believe, on October 3rd. Um so, That's cool. Yeah, hold off if you've got your Game Pass uh, till the 3rd, and then you can play it. Kyle, I fully expect you to download this and play it with us, or with me. Yeah,
3: I will for a little bit. I mean, I have the two months for two bucks. Once that runs out, I'll I'll stop the Game Pass again, but I'll have it throughout October, so I can at least play with you guys for a little bit.
0: Yeah, um I've I've loved that series and I think you'd have a blast with it being a gearhead.
1: Is, is it um is it crossplay?
0: With PC? With, with PC? Yeah. Yeah. That's a
1: question. Oh, cool. If it is, then maybe I'll get it for PC and then we can play.
0: 99% sure. Yeah, that's a, a selling point. Uh I'll
1: I'll have to I'll have to check. Yeah.
0: It, yeah if it, it
1: is then, I mean this game's got like a 9.6 out of 10 from IGN, so a racing oh, game with that high of a review works for me. Absolutely.
0: Forza Horizon <laughs> is like the best racing series.
1: No, that, it's not.
3: That may be the only game I spend money on on the Xbox.
0: It's really. I mean, the third one was a masterwork. Especially once I'm, they added the Hot Wheels tracks.
1: I am a uh I'm a diehard Gran Turismo guy when it comes to, you know, the you know, the best racing series in my opinion but i know forza horizon is a very different type of game than that
2: mm-hmm.
0: it's
1: not as it's not a sim it's more a little more arcadey than than just straight sim like gran turismo is
0: yeah but, i mean uh, if you want straight sim just go uh forza regular
1: right, right. let's
3: get ridge racer
1: hell yeah <laughs> ridge racer one Race the race is starting. You take out that CD. You put in a
0: music CD so you can. Hell yeah, yeah! I was just going to gonna say that. <laughs> F you guys, I'm going to play Rad Racer. Nice in 3D I, mode.
3: In 3D without the glasses.
0: <laughs> I loved. I can't game. see crap.
1: <laughs> Good stuff. I, I, missed, I, get that. I missed that. The sound,
3: of, the sound of the engine and the turbo in 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 uh, Rad Racer. I don't think I'll, I'll ever forget.
1: We.
0: <laughs> 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 hey but you could change the radio station. And didn't it have oh, wipe didn't it have wipeout as one of the songs?
1: That was Outrun.
0: That was yeah. Outrun, shit, you're right. Yeah. I
1: love Outrun. Another Outrun great game.
0: Another fantastic game. Um Are there any other releases you guys are hyped up about that I didn't put on here? Nope. I don't bad. care about releases.
3: <laughs> I, I'm actually interested, though, since since Travis brought up Gran Turismo, which, I mean, do you even think, like, the, the more recent ones match up with Forza series or better, or are you talking about, like, it peaked at 2 and 3 and... That's he hasn't played
0: Forza because oh. he's a butthead.
1: I've played Forza. i played oh. the original Forza. Get off my jock, dude. Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa.
3: <laughs> Ladies.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, um, I... I think Forza is is an excellent series. Don't get me wrong i, I still I still like Gran Turismo a little better though.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think I think it peaked at three,
2: mm-hmm.
1: as being my fa- my personal favorite. Um, I I also have four and five, uh, which I, I I do enjoy playing a lot. Um, mm-hmm. and especially like in five, I love the fact that I can put my r34 in different environments and just take really nice pictures of it right um but uh i i don't know i i think Gran turismo 3 was was kind of where i dumped the most hours so that's kind of my personal high point um but yeah i mean it's it you know to each their own
0: yeah but you know
1: gt is gt is just my that's my thing
0: and full disclosure gt2 is one of my favorite racing games i thought gt2 was like you know taking what was already a great game like i still remember when i found the used car list in gran turismo one i was like holy crap like there's so many (laughs) more cars and then you know gran turismo 2 they just double the ante pretty much and i really dug it um i think where that series started to lose me was the license tests um that shit drove me fucking bonkers it
1: i it it kind of it annoyed me at first uh, because I was I just wanted to race I just wanted to go into whatever race I wanted to and, and go do it but I realized that without passing without understanding those license tests, you're not gonna win like the 24 hour race or anything like that
0: right right
1: uh, you're just gonna get you know the the the, the four month with you or whatever however whatever that stupid saying is I don't know. Um, <laughs>
3: Yeah, it made you a better
1: racer. Yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. It did. And you know, even if it took you 3 hours to to get your you know your S license, it still it still made you it made you feel accomplished in my opinion.
2: Mm-hmm. Sure.
1: Cuz it's supposed to be a sim. It's not supposed to be, you know, jumping Yeah, right, right, yeah, right. So, yeah, right. no, for sure so it makes right. it makes sense. I'd but.
3: have to I'd have to agree with your sentiment. I do think three is, is the is the peak. I think two might be one of the best sim racers ever.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I love the but
3: I think, God, I, love I, the think one. I think three is where it peaked, um both graph graphically and gameplay wise. Uh I haven't really played much after that other than I played the VR one as a demo. Um which was pretty rad to sit in I, sit, I sat in a G- GTI looked just like yours. <laughs> it <was Nice>. awesome. <laughs> yep. Um and it felt like you're actually sitting in it with that freaking headset on. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I played for Verizon 2, I think it was, on the 360. Mm-hmm. And uh, I fell in love with that one too. So, I mean, I, I like both series, to be honest. I don't know if I could really pick a favorite. I think I like Gran Turismo 3 better than Forza 2. But I, I can't really say if I like the Grand Turismo, the later Grand Turismo, better than the Forza series.
0: And, I you know,
1: I want to play sport I haven't played sport yet but i I need to
0: you actually yeah you made me think of something Travis when you mentioned the 24 hour race yeah one of my favorite things with Forza 2 was the online component that they built into it where like you could sign up for races qualifying would take place at like 9 a.m on a Saturday and you had like an hour to get your best time in. And then the race would be scheduled for another day, you know, on the calendar, and then you'd you know, go and race. And I remember I did an endurance race and it was like a four and a half hour ordeal. <laughs> it was crazy. Um <clears throat> yeah, I just remember having so much fun with stuff like that. They're they the online components of Forza are really, really strong. Really strong. That's pretty cool. But
1: uh It sounds like I'd probably enjoy that a lot. Yeah. When it, when it comes down to it though, uh Metropolis Street Racer is the best.
0: <laughs> uh what was it? Uh Bump and Jump on C64. That was the shit. Nice. <laughs> that was a good game.
1: That was a good game.
0: I loved that game. Um just trying to think. Well, yeah, I have to look if if Horizon 4 is crossplay, dude. You, we got to hook that up. We've got to yeah, hook that absolutely. up. absolutely. The three of us can start our own garage. <laughs> I'm but, only um,
1: driving the GTI.
0: You have that option.
3: Do they have yes. any Triumphs? Is there any Triumphs? I want a Triumph. I,
0: I would assume so because they had a 1980 Fiat Spider that I drove in high school. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, word. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was the exact car, the exact color. It was pretty trippy. And the exact rims. Um, triumph uh, is in the game.
3: Awesome. I'll get last every race. I'll get <laughs> the rear.
0: Not if I ratioed my El Camino.
3: <laughs> I don't know, man. Triumphs aren't really... Well, TR7s aren't very fast. Is there? Is it a TR7?
1: <laughs> uh, I'm checking right now. Uh, no, it's a cigar... Uh, no, I'm sorry. Spitfire. Oh, okay. 62 Spitfire.
3: Those are cool. I, I would love to get one of those.
0: <laughs> well, that's the best part about Forza. It's like, now you can. <laughs> um. Okay, so I think with that we will move on to the news um news 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 I, I don't
1: have enough energy to do that I was gonna again. say that
0: was weak. <laughs> <laughs> that and it is a somber somber week I hadn't actually updated the agenda to reflect this but it is very new um I think as of two days ago now uh, everybody knows uh telltale game studios have closed their doors uh they apparently mostly. have mostly they apparently have a team of like 20 people uh staying on to finish minecraft story mode and to my knowledge that is the only confirmation of what is getting finished uh i did see a recent development today uh we'll see where it goes it gave me a little bit of hope but uh, if you would have talk to me about a day and a half ago i was right pissed off Uh, At their management, not their developers, man. I feel so bad for their developers. Like, that is such a a shitty way of handling things. Because, I mean, Travis, you know, I mean, we've both worked in companies where there was just major sudden layoffs. And I've also been in, you know, close to the management tier enough to where I know this stuff doesn't happen overnight. Management knows it's coming. And they know for a good amount of time. And hearing some of the developer stories that have come out of Telltale, uh, there was a guy working like twelve hours the day before, you know, into two in the morning to get something out, and uh, and then he heard pretty much right after that that he was, you know, fired. No severance. You have thirty minutes to leave the building. Yep, that's bullshit. It's that total bullshit. Absolute,
1: that's horrible. It's there's no excuse, none no. whatsoever.
0: And they gave no warning. The only thing they said, oh, they said you know, they, they let them know a couple months ago that things weren't good and if things didn't improve in a handful of months, you know, they'd be in, in dire straits. Um, but they gave no inclination as to how soon this was going to be and these are guys with families, you know. Yeah. Like I, I don't know what I'd do if I literally just walked into my job tomorrow and they told me I was laid off and I had no way to prepare you know. Oh, and and here's the other shitty thing: their insurance runs out at the end of the month too.
1: Yeah, that's miserable. That's that's just I don't know. There's 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 no words that that I can really use to describe no how much hatred I have for for situations like that. I don't care what industry you're in.
0: No, you don't do that. You you, you don't. just don't do that. And and that's what really pisses me off because if you read their first press release on it. And I started putting two and two together, man. And, okay, this is my own opinion. I don't know anything for a fact. But with my experience in the industry, like I said, layoffs don't happen overnight. And they do for the people on the bottom, you know, developers and scum like us. But management knows about it. And what annoys me is, you know, here they make this big marketing blitz for The Walking Dead final season. It's going to be four episodes. It's going to be fantastic. And you and not and it was. I mean, the first episode that we played was awesome. I loved it. But you also know they were stringing these guys along. I went, no, you guys are okay. Sales are looking good, so they had no reason to to start preparing. Right. And I feel like they literally did the marketing blitz for the game and cut all developers without severance as a last ditch money grab for their shareholders and F the customers, and F the people that worked for us.
1: Yeah, what I what I heard was that there was actually a, um, a, a they tried to do a round, a round of financing, and it was just a complete failure. Wow. Um, so when they did the, you know, they, they basically just couldn't get enough money to stay open from their financing, which kind of, tells you that the game the games industry still sucks horribly for developers i don't care what part of the developer you are for development studios it sucks publishers just rake in cash over cash yeah and developers are sit like they they are basically paycheck to paycheck and that's yeah. some that's
0: that's some bs it is and that model really has to change um yeah telltale had some other issues though i've, I've been, again i've been doing a lot of reading um, apparently there were some gross mismanagement, um, of finances, assets, everything. Like, it yeah. sounds like the people that were running the show, uh, maybe shouldn't have been. <laughs>
2: okay.
0: You know, it's, it's no fault of the developers, everything I'm reading. I mean, and you know, I mean, the stuff they put out was great. Uh, I mean, it may not be everybody's thing, but for people like me who like adventure games and like story, um, Every game I played by them, I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, Some might be better than others, but I still enjoyed them. I just, I don't know. Like, uh, it it seemed like such a callous thing. And, like you said, it it just sucks in the game industry. It really does. These publishers just, they make tons of money. And uh, you see talented people just getting dropped. It's really sad. Really sad. Yep.
1: Uh, I don't like it. I don't like it at all.
0: No. So uh, that's. I mean, that's pretty much my take on it. I don't know if you guys have anything else to say about it, but I just thought it was very shitty. And uh, our hearts go out to you guys, all the developers of Telltale, and I hope you all land on your feet.
1: Yeah. Uh, there's nothing else really to say.
4: No.
0: Yeah. All right. So that's that. Um more stupid depressing news uh, I'll preface this with uh, I've never watched his stream I, not that I, I don't like him or do like him I've just never really watched him I hadn't heard of him until recently and that's just because I'm new to the whole streaming thing but uh, Dr. Disrespect I mean, I'm sure everybody heard somebody you know shot at his house shot out a window I think it was with an airsoft gun but who gives a shit I mean the guy's got a wife and kids what the hell are you doing shooting at his house yeah Uh, Oh, even
3: if he didn't have wife and kids, what the fuck are you doing shooting at his house?
0: Well, yeah, there's that, too. It's
1: wrong. It's just stupid either way.
0: Yeah. Like this dumb mentality. It's not. Like, whoever did that, it's stupid. Nobody's laughing.
3: (laughs) Nobody got hurt, I'm assuming. No, nobody got hurt.
0: Nobody got hurt. (laughs) Uh, Police were called, and they've done a whole thing with that. Um,
1: People need to get help.
0: Yeah, no shit. Seriously,
1: because nobody in the right, nobody in their in in a uh, sound state of mind would do something like that.
0: Yeah. Yep it's it's wicked stupid. Don't do that, people. Just be good. Um. All right, another one. Diablo three season fifteen started on the twenty first. Um, and it's coming to the switch.
3: It's coming to the switch.
0: You picking it up, Kyle?
3: I have it on PS4, but probably.
0: <laughs> I can see that being I, a lot a lot of fun on the Switch.
3: I really like playing Diablo 3, so... I, I don't know. I think I'll probably end up picking up and dumping more hours into it.
0: Well, especially with the portability factor, too. Yeah. You know? Can't beat it. Nope, you can't. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Um... And then finally the last item I have, I see you added one, that's good, because I'm tired of talking. No <laughs> uh, Call of Duty Blackout, uh their battle royale is supposedly fantastic. Um I've watched a couple of streams. It looks really fun. Uh I'm just thinking it's fantastic because man, I I Captain Mike seems seems pretty reserved with his praise, but he is raving about this game. Nice. Yeah, so Captain Mike over at Bad Fodder Figures, he's been uh, he's been pushing everybody pick this shit up. So uh we'll see. I I'm I'm kinda liking the battle royale thing. Uh it might be something I look at down the road. And we'll see how it does. Cool, uh, cool.
1: All right. Uh I'm assuming that the next item on the agenda is Kyle's.
3: It is mine. Just because I thought it was kinda neat. Yeah. Uh, I think it's too expensive, though, so I'll preface it with that. But it's called the Polymega. Have either of you guys heard of this?
0: Is this yes. the PlayStation so, Classic thing?
3: No, no, it was originally the, uh, I think it was called Retro Blocks. Retro so blocks. you get, like, um, a core system. And I think the core can play Super Nintendo games. Um, I'm not, i got to find out exactly what it plays. But there's different, like, there's different, modules you can get to plug into this system so like you want to play sega saturn it oh actually i think it has sega saturn on it already the base but anyway (laughs) there's like um there's a turbo graphics module there's a mega system module with 32x there's um that's pretty rad so it's pretty cool that there's different modules and there's different controllers you can get for each one like they have the genesis six button they have a looks like a six button turbo graphics controller um, Super Nintendo, but it's it's kind of neat for those who look for not original hardware, something that they can kind of consolidate and yeah. not not have 50 systems hooked up like my current TV. Uh,
0: <laughs> I love that picture, though.
3: So it's a really cool idea, I think, especially for someone like... I would love to get a TurboGrafx-16. I don't know if this is cheaper or not. Probably not, because it looks like for the core to get the bundles you're you're going to be paying like 5 to 600 bucks.
0: Yeah, that's wow, a bit much.
3: I think that's everything though. Just for the the base unit with the wireless controller is 250 bucks.
0: God damn. I,
3: I'm not a player at that point.
1: <laughs> no, that's a that's a really tough sale for me. I mean, considering that to buy the consoles that I'm sure it plays right away, mm-hmm. I can just buy them outright. Right. And spend less.
3: Well, not only right. that, but like what does a retro free cost?
1: You guys Isn't know? that like a hundred some dollars?
3: Yeah, and that plays, looks like Genesis, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, TurboGrafx-16. I think that plays Game Boy, Game Boy Advance. I mean, yeah, PC Engine, TurboGrafx-16. And the only thing it doesn't play is the CD systems. And to be honest, like how many Sega CD and 3DO games are you going to be playing?
1: Seven. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: you know, I mean, you got the, the PC Engine CD, you know, that that would be pretty badass to play, but I don't even know if that plays that on here
1: sure so i don't know actually the retro freak is actually 250 it is 250 it is 250 my bad but you get a lot
3: more for 250 than you do the retro blocks yeah Yeah. or the i'm sorry the polymega
1: polymega yeah
3: um you get more out of the box for that though and it's it's been pretty it's pretty you know it's pretty well-known system. Right, I think it works pretty well. People kind of like they they like the system where where Polymega is still in, I think, in its Kickstarter phase. I don't even know if they're, they're doing a Kickstarter.
2: Hmm.
3: And and their rewards are kind of weird. Um. Like five hundred thousand user interface light skin.
1: <laughs> what? I
3: don't. Yeah.
1: yeah. So you get a that, skin what, that's at a, Is that a stretch goal?
3: A stretch goal.
1: Is is that what that is? Is that a stretch goal or is that?
3: That's the first goal listed, a level 1 in progress goal.
1: Okay. Seriously? Level,
3: level 2 is insight screen, which is like gives you history and information about games and stuff. Uh Famicom module set for a million dollars. That's I don't know, it seems kind of uh, crazy.
0: That's crazy. That's absolutely crazy.
3: So, I mean they have some it's a cool idea. I really I really wish it wouldn't be so damn expensive. Cause yeah. This is something I probably I actually I probably would have picked this up just to consolidate some of my systems and play them on my my modern TV a lot easier, but not at that price
1: point.
0: No. And I...
1: Oh, I see okay, I see what it means. So if they if they raise 500,000, which they're obviously going to at this point, they're like 97% there. Yeah. That then you get then they're going to create a new skin for it. Then if yeah. you get the level if they break $750,000 of of funding, then they'll Do this uh, collection insight screen, and Mm -hmm. then they'll create a Famicom module at a million. Which, okay, I can I can understand this. I can definitely understand why they're like how they're doing this. Um, It's it's crazy, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but uh,
3: no, like it is crazy. Some of them are cool, like the NEC NEC (laughs) PCFX CD system at one and a half mil. Yeah, that's pretty rad. But yeah. uh, uh, audio, movie and audio discs at 1.25 mil. <laughs> I
1: that would without... be standard with any disc <laughs> yeah, module it's disc-based, exactly. What the fuck? Yes, it doesn't really seem like it'd be that hard to put in.
0: Unless they're going to make it like all regions kind of thing.
3: Yeah. And 2 million, mm-hmm. you get the Atari 2600 7800 module set. I thought that would have been much lower.
0: I was going to say that. that's.
1: I thought that would have been something that they did as a standard module while they're developing this thing because Sure. I mean, you know, the the, the longevity of those Atari systems is kind of reaching a you know, a, a tough point. Yeah. Granted there are uh you know, emulator systems that you can get for it, but you know, when the when the hardware itself for the console is kind of you know, going away. Oh yeah, away, it's
0: oxidizing. It's it's the components are, are just gonna die,
1: right? So I don't know. I I I probably won't buy into this unless my financial situation changes drastically, right? Two hundred and, well, and fifty is is a tough sell for something that's kind of weak to start.
0: Yeah, it's well, that's right.
3: Well, that's that that brings me to another point too, because this still uses partial emulation.
0: Nah, no, Do you know what okay. I'm saying? And, and, I, out. <laughs> I think,
3: yeah and saturn Saturn is one of the things I think that the 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 units can play, and it's like I don't think Saturn emulation's really there yet to worry no about.
0: i've 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 tried Saturn emulation with that game that Travis was talking about that strat game mm-hmm. uh, Dragon and, force, yeah, and I wanted to play that so bad, brother, but it's awful, I mean the emulation is just shit,
3: yeah, so i they call it hybrid emulation, Eh. yeah that's a real thing or not. Yeah. I'm having a
0: hard a hard time on that, cell. So. Yeah, it's yeah. a tough one.
3: Cool that's idea. Nice. I'm definitely going to follow it, though. I want to see where it goes, just because... Yeah, it can't hurt fine. to watch. It's, it's interesting.
0: Yeah, interesting. I keep yeah. an eye on it.
1: Alright, uh, I guess I'm up then. Um, I believe it was last night. Uh, that would have been on 924 uh the world record for super mario brothers uh speedrunning has been beaten damn the the current world record is 4 minutes 55 seconds and the current TAS record is 4 minutes 54 seconds 30 milliseconds <laughs> so he is the, the current world record is less than a second away from the TAS run which is just insane that TAS run is, is not assisted speed run but yeah, yeah. I'm. I was. I was very, very impressed with that run. I'm just. I'm. I'm in complete awe that. Um, um, that the run was even beat when that when it was like five minutes and seven seconds. Oh, I, I hear mean, you. That in itself was already crazy, but now that it's twelve seconds less than that is just mind blowing.
0: I'm assuming it was recorded. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: I want to yeah, watch it was, this. It was. It was streamed live. Yeah,
3: I think... I'll post. It, I'll post it in our chat now, so you can see
0: it. Yeah, please do, because I want to show that to Am. I think she'd get a kick out of that. I don't know how the hell you beat that game that quick, but it'll be something to see. A lot of practice. No shit.
1: But, uh, yep. So that's that. Um, and final news item. We are now uh, going to be getting a PlayStation Classic.
2: Yes, yes, yes!
1: Which I will buy... Oh. Only for the sake of having a complete collection of classic systems, I probably yes. will never unbox it because all the games that I want to play, I will already have owned. See, but it's cool to have. It's a cool thing.
0: This is why I'm glad I'm not a collector, because it's got all the games I want, yeah. <laughs> or at least I mean the ones they've announced so far. Um, I know, you know, we posted this in the save point and people were just saying all these great games that that need to be included. And I know they've revealed a couple, but what do you guys feel are like some musts that need to be in this for you to feel like, you know, they didn't forget something critical? Um, I would say
3: probably some Capcom games, probably Resident Evil. Okay. I'm thinking some of the big box games, um, maybe like Battle Arena Toshinden or Mm -hmm. Tech. Tekken. I think Tekken's already on there.
0: Yeah, Tekken's Uh, already on there. Another another
3: Capcom fighter, maybe one of the Alpha series.
0: Okay. Like, Alpha Um, 3 would be pretty sweet.
1: Yeah, Twisted Metal for sure.
0: I was about to say, like, that to me is critical. You gotta have a Twisted Metal on there. Preferably two.
1: I'm honestly not sure if they'll include Resident Evil, because if they're trying to go for mass market, Resident Evil's not a family-friendly game.
3: Hmm. Yeah, but but Sony also always went the more mature...
1: They funny. did. They did.
3: So they might I try to mix so. that up.
1: Yeah, um, so far what they've announced was uh Final Fantasy VII, Ridge nice. Racer Type 4, Wild Arms, Jumping Flash, and Tekken 3.
0: That's a that's a solid list right there. I yeah. like jumping
3: flash.
1: I thought that was a fun game. Really, right? Um uh, my only my only must have at this point would be Castlevania Symphony of the Night. I, I think say, that is necessary, absolutely necessary to have on that console for it to be worth its salt whatsoever.
3: I've heard quite a few people say that now too.
1: It's gotta happen. Well, I mean that, that is that, this, that game defined that system. Absolutely. It is to this day still one of the best, if not the best, Castlevania game I've ever played.
0: Totally the best, period. And, <laughs> you guys uh... you
3: guys never played Castlevania sixty four obviously oh, I
0: yes did.
1: i have and while I that did. game was probably the best uh best five minutes i've ever spent in a 3d castlevania um i don't know dude something the night's just a little bit I was, better i was being a little sarcastic. better i know you were. Yeah. shut up
0: i i i was gonna say i i fucking hated that one
1: <laughs> <laughs> no I, it's gotta happen I can't imagine it. Uh, Metal Gear Solid is also going to oh, be. I was on about there. to say, gotta yeah, have, yeah, gotta yeah, give Metal me Gear's my Metal game, Gear
0: Solid. Yeah. That's like to me. It's got to be the games that were critical to that system, and then a couple of hidden gems. Oh.
1: Maybe Tactics.
0: Yes, I'd Jet love Moto. to see Tactics. Yeah, Jet Moto is well, pretty I'd, good. Out.
1: I'd go for Wipeout over Jet Moto. I think. Yeah, me too. I think me so too. too. Jet Moto was a little too do the do for me
0: if we had to Quite reach a... if we had to reach deep into the box of like hidden gems rarities I'd love to see the first Star Ocean or no Star Ocean 2
1: Star Ocean 2 is godlike but it won't be on there I guarantee oh, it's,
0: it it's my favorite I'd, RPG man
3: I'd like to see some Grandia on there
1: so would I but that's not going to be on there either yeah,
0: I've never I really so. played that series I think I need to Grandia
1: is fantastic
0: yeah I
3: love it 1 and 2
1: yep mm-hmm.
3: I like 2 a little more than 1 but I do like them both
0: Hmm.
1: they are good. They're they're really good games. Cool. Um,
3: oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah. hold on a second. Hold on. Adding to the news, Grandia HD remaster and Grandia 2 HD remaster coming to Nintendo Switch.
1: Nice. Nice. Oh, that's, that is that's awesome.
3: Wow. Now, now yep. if we
1: can get a Skies of Arcadia remaster. Oh my god. Um,
3: the latest Skies of Arcadia is coming to Switch.
1: Are you serious? Yeah. I got to pay more
0: attention.
3: I think it's 4, right? Is that right. I don't file Skies of Arcadia so
0: you have to excuse me, but I think it's 4. That's a great game. Great series. Wow. Shit. Um,
1: well, let's see.
0: It wouldn't be an yeah, episode I think, if I didn't
1: say I got to get a Switch. Of, are you thinking uh, Trails in the Sky? No,
3: maybe I'm wrong. No, Skies of Arcadia coming in and tend to Nintendo Switch.
1: I don't see that anywhere. I see rumors.
3: Is it rumor? Hmm. I see
1: I see rumors of Skies of Arcadia Legends coming to Switch, but nothing.
3: What's the um Maybe I'm thinking of that other. What's that one where it's 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 like similar art style but like you, you're in tanks and it's like a ground war. Valkyrie
1: oh, Chronicles. Chronicles.
3: Maybe that's what I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah,
1: Valkyrie Chronicles is coming to the Switch, which is going to be freaking awesome because that game is just ridiculously good.
3: That's I what I'm playing. Sorry. Of Sorry guys.
1: <laughs> that's all right. No, I want Skies. Skies was uh, you know, Dreamcast initial release and then they re-released yep. it for uh for GameCube. GameCube. Yep. Mm-hmm. Such a good game.
0: I have the first and second Valkyria on my Steam list. I, I started playing the first one. I, I liked it. I gotta play through that.
1: It's good. It's yeah. really good. I think it it's is. a really cool, uh, really cool take, um, kind of the tactic, tactical RPG, yeah, thing because it's you know the whole alternate <clears throat> history of World War II thing going on. Mm-hmm. So I like it. I think it's really cool.
0: I'll definitely have to check it out. Cool. Well, obviously, we're all pretty geared about that classic.
3: What do you guys think they're going to do next, though? Do you think they're going to do like a, a, like the next model of a PlayStation One with like the, uh, uh, the the the, this, the thumbsticks and all, or do you think they're going to do like PS Two Classic?
0: No, I, I,
1: I think PS Two is still too new to do a classic. I yeah. think so too. It's only it's only really two generations behind at this point. So yep. yeah,
0: yeah. I was going to say I, even, I don't see it.
1: I think the next one that's going to come out is going to be an N64 classic, though.
3: That would be the Uh, shit. uh, I think it's coming out.
1: Seven good games. Goldeneye. (laughs) Goldeneye. Quest 64. Castlevania 64. Superman 64. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's too funny. Don't forget Fester's Quest 64.
1: (laughs) Good God. I would, I would, I would imagine that it'd be games like, of course, GoldenEye, um, Majora's Mask, by Ocarina, Ocarina, Ocarina of Mario um, sixty-four, Jet Force Gemini, Mario
3: Party um, one, Star Conquer, Fox Conquer,
1: perhaps Conquer, Oh, maybe, and Star so, Fox, yeah,
3: yeah, Star Fox sixty-four for sure would
1: be on that. I can't wait <laughs> for the PS four Classic. It's gonna be sweet.
3: Yeah, like 40 years from now.
0: Yeah, when I'm too old to remember what the hell a PlayStation was.
3: PSVR classic. <laughs> a teeny little headset you got to put on.
0: You see Kyle with his little thumbstick swinging around his arthritic shoulders. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Falling and breaking my hip. Ah, oh, Christ.
2: Goddamn my PUBG. Hip?
0: <laughs> oh, that's too funny. All right. Well, obviously we're pretty geared up about that, and uh, with good reason. It looks like it's going to be pretty sweet. Um, but this will bring us to our question of the bye week, and that will be: uh, what is the game that turns you into a gamer? As in, the game that turned gaming from something to do to a freaking lifestyle. <laughs>
1: Uh, I do you guys an want apostrophe on freaking?
0: I know, I know. Fucking grammar police here! God damn it! <laughs> Wii U, Wii
1: U, Wii I love the
0: U. Do I we want to <laughs> do, do the voicemails first or the save point answers first?
1: Let's do the save point answers first. All right. Talking.
0: All right. So we'll go over to the save point. Um, Travis, I'll let you start. Take a couple. Oh God, I gotta get there.
3: All right, I'm already there. I'll take the first one. Fire at it um travis to
0: go for it go for
3: Uh, it he said plumbers don't wear ties (laughs) that's my jam yes (laughs) that's my jam that of course
1: is a joke answer if if you're taking it seriously how dare you (laughs) pretty easily actually but now it's I have never actually played Plumbers Don't Wear Ties. I just know that was like the, you know, obviously the, uh, the, AO game. Adults <laughs> you know, only. But whatever. Incredible.
3: Else? I want a 3DO just for that game. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
3: anyway, you got it up. You want to do the next
0: one?
1: I'm looking for it. I'm trying All right. to find it. I'll um, take the
0: next one while you're looking. Okay. Thanks. Uh, my buddy Jeremy Loveland said, StarCraft was what sucked me in, which I first played at your house, Al, and still play StarCraft 2 to this day. Oh my god, I remember that summer very clearly. Lots of beer, lots of StarCraft, and <laughs> Jeremy and I up until like 2, 3 in the morning, just going through Battle.net and finding like all these modded maps and and. Just having a blast, man. That first StarCraft was a special thing to be a part of and play when it released. I don't know about what you guys think, but I definitely loved it.
1: I hate StarCraft.
3: <laughs> I never Sorry. got. I, I tried playing two. I got into it a little bit, but I never. It's something I never dumped hours into.
1: I was in the beta for StarCraft two. I played one match. I got Zerg rushed, and I'm like, screw this mess. I'm done. <laughs> they still never have played it. God again. damn it. <laughs> Never played it again. Just not. I'm. I'm not an RTS guy. I've never really was good at RTSs besides Command and Conquer 2 or Command Mm -hmm. and Conquer Red Alert 2. Um, So I just kind of stay away from them. They're just not my thing.
0: Fair enough. But uh,
1: yeah. All right. I found the question, so I can read the next one.
0: Go ahead. All
1: right. uh, Al says different. Al says playing Car Wars and Munch Man on the Ti 99 with my dad. Hell yeah! Pretty awesome.
0: For you kids uh, that are in our younger part of the audience, a TI-99 was a scientific calculator that you used to pretend you were doing math in school when you were actually playing nibbles.
1: Yep.
0: <laughs> um, alright. All right. Kyle, why don't you do the next one? Some dipshit wrote this one.
3: Someone named Kyle Schrick <laughs> wrote Bubble Bath Babes.
0: Yay. <laughs> Terrible.
1: Yep.
3: Nobody. All right. Not, well, nope. Anyway, I'll, no, I'll I,
1: I actually have played Bubble Bath Babes and it's
0: it's pretty bad. It's bad. It's awful. It's bad. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so okay. I'll read. I'll read Troy's. Uh, Troy Games wrote Spy Hunter on my uncle's Apple IIE
1: two E. Two Whatever. Eight. Isn't it <laughs> Gomez?
3: Why did he just put two? E? No, it's Games.
1: Oh, is it Games? Okay, it's Games. Yeah. All right. My bad.
3: Troy Games plays games. Okay. Gotta um, love it.
1: I thought it was actually a Spanish last name. Apparently I'm wrong. No, it's Spanish. But it is games?
0: Yeah, it's games. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Kyle knows him IRL. I don't care. I
3: D O uh fell off the back of a truck. Got I don't we spent way too much on his last name. Jesus.
0: <laughs> start start over on that.
3: <laughs> uh Spy Hunter on my uncle's Apple two E. <laughs> I hate that. That's stupid, but (laughs) whatever. That fell off the back of a truck, fucking Steve Jobs. Got an NES not long after, and we were hooked on Mario, and then anything we could get our hands on. That sounds dirty. It's fair. All right. Troy (laughs) Gamez.
1: Just kidding, buddy. Uh, Next one's yours, Travis. Todd says, blows dust out of cartridge.
0: Don't do that.
1: What? Oh, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> i started with super mario brothers duck hunt just like many others did we never had a ton of games for the nes and it eventually broke but the seed was planted when we won an snes and a walmart raffle a few years later i couldn't believe my good fortune we have gamed hard ever since i still have the snes and it still works that's pretty rad that's, that is that's rad the, that's a cool way to, to get into it
0: yeah totally rad
3: yeah those uh, nostalgia stories are the greatest i think
0: yeah. oh totally yeah like yeah. especially when you win it like that or something like that where you weren't expecting to get it I mean it instantly becomes your favorite thing <laughs> yeah.
3: it's not just some like system you picked up because it's a fad you know what I mean it's like something you guys won and you're always going to remember that yep pretty cool
0: uh, my buddy Mike Cunningham says you want the truth I played games as a kid because that is what we did the game that really hooked me and turned me into a dumpster fire of video game addiction as an adult EverQuest oh Didn't god yes to
1: all of us Ah, uh, EQ, good was, old ever crack. Never played it. it. Don't,
0: Ugh, don't. I mean, it, it, it didn't.
1: It, it didn't age well, honestly. No.
0: But Jesus Christ, man, when that came out, man, get your, get your, you know, mixed drink. In my case, uh, hop on there and uh, do a couple of encounters, and then sit and rest for a half hour. <laughs> yeah, right. But no, I mean that was. That was one of the largest games, just Expanse as far as that world was, and the lore was just so rich, you know. Yeah. It was wicked. It was wicked. It was pretty rad. Um. Um,
1: All right. Uh, Terry Jones, (laughs) I guess, is the last one left.
0: Yes, my buddy Terry over in the UK.
1: Oh, crikey.
0: That's tough.
1: (laughs) How far back do you want me to go? I don't care if I don't care if I say "Crikey" like an Australian. Crikey, <laughs> crikey, is Australian. I don't care. Um, Asteroids arcade, Uh Clair's Spectrum Jet, nice Atari ST Starglider,
0: Starglider,
1: N sixty four Goldeneye, and PC Thief: The Dark Project. That's great a great collection of games. Right there. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, that is a phenomenal Absolutely. list.
1: Um. Yeah, I I love Thief. I think Thief is probably one of the coolest stealth games ever made.
0: So original, so unique. Uh, again, not like we'd ever seen before. And uh, it's can we have great. can we
1: can we have a moment of silence for Looking Glass Studios?
0: Oh God, why'd you have to do that? We've already had enough depression.
1: I know, but Looking <laughs> Glass is that was the one that first hurt me.
0: Oh, that one hurt. I do remember yeah. that one hurting a lot. But actually, the first one that really hurt me was Origin. I almost cried.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: That and Sierra. Sierra killed me too, because I grew up playing their games. Um. Damn. That was great. Yeah. Terry, uh, Starglider. I played that on my cousin Alex's Atari ST, and I just remember the interface when you're in the ship cockpit. There was like a hundred different buttons to press. It was wicked. (laughs) It was so wicked. (laughs) Um. So yeah, that is that. Uh, We also got a couple of calls on the voicemail line to answer this uh, question of the bye week Uh, Let's see who this first guy is.
5: Fellas, how do? Captain Mike from Bad Fodder Figures calling in. Sitting back, looking at your question here. And at first glance... I thought that said what game turned you on as a gamer? (laughs) Closer, and that's not what it says. But if that was the question, I would clearly be Witcher Three. Anyways, Witcher um, (laughs) Three. What game turned you into a gamer? Um, it's a good question. I often feel like I am still in search of that game, the perfect game. But I would say, you know, back in the day, of course, Atari, NES, Mario, stuff like that. Um. Those are probably you be my answers, you know been playing on and off since the early days. really got back into it when the o g xbox came. Guys very right back that are alive, and those games uh set me back on the path that I haven't stopped since so there's your answer to your question uh Al, let me be the first to congratulate you on the uh birth of your upcoming child. I hear that's coming this week. I hope everything goes great, and you and your wife and kids uh. All enjoyed and have a great time welcoming a new child into your life. But other than that, this has been the Captain, over and out. No questions, just answers. See ya.
0: See ya, right. Mike. Thanks a lot and congrats, buddy. Thank you. Uh, that was good. That
1: was good. Yeah. That was good. That was a good call. I like it.
0: That was a great call. And uh for those of you who don't know, Captain Mike, like you said, is over at the Bad Fodder Figures Podcast. He is the host of the most and uh, we always give them a shout out. They're fantastic. Go over and check them out. It's actually pretty funny, Travis. Have you heard? Uh, not this past episode, but the one before it.
1: Dude, I am so far behind. Like I'm like 20 episodes behind on Bad Fighter figures, so oh, I don't even want bastard. to talk about it right now.
0: I don't. E- I don't miss I- an episode. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed. I don't miss an episode, man. And I'm not even just saying that. I just it's one of the few that I actually look forward to and stay on top of just because it's so fun. But um, I actually called into their. Uh, their voicemail line asking them this question because, you know, I don't expect that people actually listen to us (laughs) on the other end of the (laughs) fence. But, um, but no, I, I, uh, I asked the question to them and it was funny on the episode because it had happened. They had recorded it after he left the voicemail and he's like, and you could hear my answer on the retro rents podcast. I was like, nice. Nice. (laughs) So, uh, thank you very much for that, Mike. And thanks for the congrats baby and family are doing very well. And, uh, yeah, uh, shout-out to all you Bad Fodder figures. Speaking of, we got another voicemail. Yay.
1: Hey, Retro Rents Podcast. This is Matt from Bad Fodder Figures. I normally act like a jerk on our show enough, so I'm not going to act like a jerk <laughs> on your voicemail. But for your question of the week, the game that has gotten me into gaming, i got to say, it's the classic Nintendo Entertainment System. And Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers, definitely on up to Super Mario Brothers 3, which I absolutely had to have when I first came out. So that's, that's what got me into this whole big picture of gaming and where I'm at now with all this stuff and that. So anyways, yeah, Super Mario Brothers, big shout out to them and Nintendo for getting everything started here, uh, going to old school like that. Uh, but yeah, hey, keep it the good work, man. Uh, appreciate your podcast every week. Uh, so have a good one. Thanks. Bye
0: damn thank you devious mr matt and uh holy crap i can't agree more on super mario brothers 3 i remember when that came out like just chomping at the bit begging my parents to go and get me that i think it was at the local james (laughs) way shows you how fucking old i am (laughs) yeah that
1: was that was i mean i thought that entire super mario trilogy on on nes was just Fantastic! Absolutely. I don't care if Thing Super Mario 2 was just a reskin. It was, it was really great.
0: good. No, it was great. Uh, I loved the second one. I remember they got me the second one for Christmas. but uh, And then 3 came out, and we had just moved to Pennsylvania, so that had to be in 88 at that point. And uh, I, I remember putting that in, and it was one of the first all-nighters I ever pulled that my parents didn't know about until the next morning when I was falling asleep on the couch at 9. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah, no, that, that, if I had to pick a game that really hooked me, and I mean, I love Nintendo, and I was pretty much a gamer from Mario and Zelda on, but I think Mario 3 turned it into something of an obsession for me, totally. That makes sense. You know? <laughs>
1: yep. Definitely makes sense.
0: Uh, Kyle, are you back yet, buddy? I guess no. not. He's gonna miss the voicemails then, he must have went to take a poop. That's Okay. <laughs> Right. Everybody poops. That's right, according to the book. Yep. Uh, and we have one last voicemail. I wonder who this could be from. Gee. Let's think.
4: What is up, gentlemen of the retros, of the retro-playing retros, of the games that are retro? Don't is <laughs> <Dub laughs> F- calling it once again. Has it Dub been F- two weeks? I can't believe it. I see the question pop up last night on Twitter, and I'm thinking, wow, it's been a short time for a long time. Where the heck did two weeks go? Let's hope nobody's on vacation this week. We hope the whole squad's there. We I hope the whole squad's there. But if someone is on vacation, that's fine. You're allowed to be on vacation. Enjoy yourself as long as you're on the path of that hurricane. Have fun. Anyway, let me answer the question. You got me thinking, guys. You really got me thinking with that because, you know, I think the first actual gaming system I think I owned was the Atari 2600, but I small when I got it, and I really don't remember why I ever wanted it. I mean, I enjoyed playing the games. I guess i guess I seen it, saw it, said I liked it, and having a very good mother and father, they said, well, we'll buy Sonny that, and we'll let him play the games, and they did. But <laughs> I think what really got me bit, though, was when uh, I got the old NES, and I got the Mario, the Super Mario Bros. game.
0: I'm noticing You're a threat here. Inside out, yeah.
4: upside down, every which way to Tuesday, Taco Thursday, and beer drinking Friday or whatever. That <laughs> is for. I really think that was it, though. I can't tell you the hours and time and everything I did on that Mario game. I think I knew every secret, every power-up, level-up, secret tunnel, everything you could possibly do. I think that's when it really hit home. Although I'm still standing here scratching my head trying to figure out why they ever won the Atari 2600. <laughs> like me, I don't know what I, what I was attracted to That's really weird isn't it Very very weird But that's my answer I think it was Super Mario Brothers I, I enjoyed it I got my money's worth Out of that game in it so That's when I think the hooks went in And never came back out and here we are today well, I don't play as much today because I'm busy But I'm still playing somewhat Anyway uh, just a quick note to Lolo in December huh I guess Nintendo's been tapping the phone calls And listening to me Give it to me right away, but at least they're giving me it to December. I'll take that. I'll take it. <laughs> the first one, too, but I guess there's hope for more. Oh, no, anyway, That's right. Great show. You guys do a great job. Have a great week, two weeks, whatever it is. And, uh, Arriba Dirty, man. And stay dry when that hurricane comes over you. Arriba Dirty again.
1: Tough Thanks
4: huh, too. You don't hear that much from me, do you? No, well, you don't. All right, all
1: right. I'm gone. Arriba Dirty.
0: <laughs> Reba dirty Fred.
1: Thanks, thank many f Thank you. Thanks.
0: Yeah, thank you always for the calls. And I just have to say the last line of Google Translate. It did wonderful, but his last sentence on Google Translate is all right. I've got Reba turkey. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, no. Reba turkey. Uh, thank you, Fred, Sounds for the like call. a good sandwich.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's made An with a Reba. Reba turkey sandwich.
0: Made with half a Reba McIntyre and some turkey breast. (laughs) Oh, oof. Uh, So
1: what what about you guys? What was, uh, Al, what was your your kind of, uh, your, Hmm. your real, you know, your first game that was like, I gotta do this forever.
0: Um, I think I kind of alluded to it before. Uh, I think, You know, I I enjoyed my Nintendo growing up. I played Mario, Mm -hmm. Zelda, and I I really got into that. But I think it was when Mario 3 hit.
1: Oh, okay, so Mario 3 is yours. All
0: right. Yeah, that was when I was like, I have to stop everything I'm doing. I have to beg my parents for this game. I'll pick up all the dog shit. I'll mow the lawn. Like, (laughs) I was just ready to... do whatever I had to to get that game and then once I had it like I said I I distinctly remember that was the first game I ever pulled an all-nighter with uh, because I simply I simply couldn't put it down and after that like when I realized like games could be that fun forget it you know and then I got into PC gaming and Sierra games but that that was the catalyst where I was like not only do I want to play every game I want to try every system (laughs) blah 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 definitely Mario 3 okay what about you, Kai-Kai?
3: Um, man, I had a really tough one with this uh, because I remember the first time getting Zelda and opening up that map, you know, mm-hmm. and then just jumping into the game and I don't know. I thought, I thought it was going to be that, but the more I think about it, like, um, it, it, I would just have to say the first Mario Brothers, to be honest.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I mean, we played a lot of Atari before that and it was always like, <coughs> like kaboom. It wasn't really in-depth stuff, um, but when I first played Mario Brothers, it was at a skating rink in Redding. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, the fantasy skating rink and um, they, had, well, they had one arcade machine, and it was Super Mario Brothers. And uh, we went there to skate, and I ended up just playing that the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure my parents were pissed that they paid for skates rentals, and I'm sitting there in Thriller Skates playing Mario Brothers. That's awesome. Um, I think that would have to be the one, because shortly after that, you know, we would get the Nintendo, and it kind of all took off from there. You know, But that was one of the reasons I wanted the Nintendo so bad, was just to play that game at home. Yep. So, I'd have to say it was that one.
2: I
0: mean, okay. you're you're not alone there, dude. All three of our voicemails, yeah, you know, were Mario Brothers. And, yeah, I uh, missed them.
3: Sorry, guys. I had to step that's away.
0: Right. So. That's fine. No, no, no. It's all good. But uh, Captain Mike called in from Bad Fodder Figures. Matt called in and Double F. And all three, Mario Brothers was, you know, it was really the one that got it started. And, I mean, when you think about it, too, I think that was the first time gaming actually went mainstream. Because I remember seeing, like, I remember seeing people on, like, you know how Disney Channel had, like, news and interview segments with, like, just people that were Disney-friendly? Like, I remember them interviewing Captain Lou Albano. Yes. When uh, when Mario Brothers first came out, and somebody was just playing with it, you know, playing the game, and he was talking about it. Because he was, like, some kind of spokesman for that, too, aside from having the cartoon show. um, But, yeah, I mean, it, I remember that's when you started seeing commercials. That's when you started seeing... Like games everywhere, because I I had the Atari as well, and it wasn't—it was okay. You know, it was really the first of its kind, and I I think, you know, Fred was saying what possessed him to get it, you know, and I I think the reason is like that was really the first home game system that kind of gave you something sort of what was like in arcades, but not as good. But it was like the first Mm -hmm.
3: one—the first affordable one, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's what I should say. First affordable one, I think that's why a lot of people got it. Um, but yeah. So I think. Uh, did you give yours, Travis? I did not. Oh, what is yours?
1: Mine is uh, Super Mario, but no. Um, it was uh, actually Double Dragon in the arcade.
0: Oh, that's a good one.
1: Um, no, it's my- not. Shot your face. <laughs> <laughs>
0: when
1: uh, when I was when I was but a wee lad. Uh the elementary school that I went to was literally right up the street from my house. Like if I looked up the street I could see the playground.
2: That's um,
1: depressing. And uh so right across the street from the school was a convenience store that mm. had like four or five arcade games. God, those and days. and every day when my mom would come pick me up from school, uh after kindergarten, um she would give me a quarter and I would go in the convenience store and pick a game and and, and play it and uh the first game that I ever played there was Double Dragon and uh that was the game that I played most because it was just so awesome. I loved it so much. Um that's kind of what kicked off my my extreme love for, for beat 'em ups as well. So That was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, Double Dragon is Double Dragon's is, you know, really what, what kicked me off. Um and I gotta give a shout out to my mom for that because uh, you know, even <laughs> though we didn't have much money, uh, you know, she's still got me into the hobby and did and what she could to make sure, I, you know, I enjoyed it and everything like that. So kudos to her.
0: Way to go, Mama Travis. Yep. Um, actually, it's my turn to step away for one minute. Oh, one God. minute.
3: I got to tell you, I think the, um, what do you, th- I like Double Dragon Arcade. Don't get me wrong. I mean, yeah. it has its faults just like everything else, mm-hmm. but I, I got to say, I think the NES port, I, I prefer that over the arcade.
1: I think the NES port was hot trash.
3: Yeah, and I know it's 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 so funny because I listen to the CU podcast and they have the same disagreement. Yeah. One thinks the arcade's great, the other one thinks home port's better. Um I have to think that I I enjoy the home port better, but that maybe that's because I played it more. I mean, I went to Major Magics, <laughs> one of those Ooh. pizza places with the arcades and they had a oh, Dragon yeah. in there and that's where I used to play it. And I played it, you know, it's not like I hated it, but I don't know i used to play the crap out of the home port the nes my
1: um, my thing uh i actually obviously i wasn't i wasn't this young when i had it um but when i eventually got a master Ah, system i had double dragon for the master system and i found that version to be quite a lot better okay i'm back um oh hello
0: um
1: but i found that to be a lot better than the nes version in, in, you know, of course, my opinion, but
3: no, no, no. The Master System is, is 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 impressive for what they put out on that system. You know, yeah. Just like we found that Earthworm gym for it, I watched a yeah. video of that and I was like, "Holy hell, this is looks like a totally playable game." I don't know how they did it, but <laughs> I don't know. That's pretty cool, though.
0: What are you talking yeah, about, I played, boy?
3: I played the Master System edition. I think once, once or twice, I emulated it, but um, yeah, it wasn't it was not bad at all.
1: No, I, I I enjoyed it. And yeah, I liked we're... I liked how what, like Double Dragon Two came out when you, there was the fighting game mode for it.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I thought that was really cool. I Oh yeah mode yeah, B. I, just, I sucked at it, but I thought it was fun. I would oh. always pick a bobo because it was fucking <laughs>
3: Dude, did you ever play the a Bobo game they came out with? Like a bobo's no, Day I off?
1: need to, but Dude, I you have uh, a Bobo's Big Adventure.
3: That's what it is, yeah. You you've gotta play that. That's it's, it's fucking amazing.
1: <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta I gotta get
0: it. I gotta Wait, download that.
3: And he like eats people's heads.
0: <laughs> oh, that's awesome!
3: <laughs> yeah, it's one. Of, it was really funny.
1: Bobo was awesome.
0: Was that a Wonder Boy you guys were talking about? No,
1: oh, Double, double Dragons.
0: <laughs> oh, all right, because that will bring us to the save point game of the month, which was Wonder Boy Three. Um, I I will say I did get to play this finally, and. Uh, I've, I think I said before, there's, there's not much on the master system that I could really get into. I, I don't know why. It just wasn't my thing. But I did play this for a while, and um, it's for its time, it's not a bad little Metroidvania game. You know? No. Not at all. Um,
1: I I apologize. I, I literally have nothing for this game. My <coughs> game has been so limited that the only times when I get to play anything is when I stream, so... Oh, um, well,
3: I'll jump in then because I probably spent the most time with it. I um, yeah. ended up getting a physical copy for my Master System. Yes. Um, and I I enjoy the game. Um, I mean, it's not perfect. I don't like the controls that much. They're a little loose. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as the gameplay, like I think it's a fun game. Like you said, it's a good little Metroidvania for the Master System. Yeah. Uh, for something that really wasn't huge at the time, but I, I think it, it it plays well. It has an interesting story. I like how you change into different characters and different animals, cool. pretty much throughout the game. I think that's pretty cool. It's a neat concept.
0: Yeah, it's ahead of its time in that regard, really.
3: Sure. I think it graphically looks good. Mm-hmm. The, the music's pretty cool. Um, I don't know if that. Do you know if that uses the, the FM chip?
1: Oh, God! I, I, don't she, know. Mm, I don't know
3: I don't know if I wonder if there's improvements if you get the f m chip in your in your master system at all, but um hmm. that'd be a pretty cool thing, but yeah i th- I thought it was good um like I said, the only thing I really didn't like was some of the controls, like there were some jumps that were pretty hairy mm-hmm. So
0: fair enough. There's a remake of it on switch so,
1: yeah um actually that brings i think that is is everybody done talking about the game? Mhm, okay. That brings us to Al. Al, you get to pick the next one.
3: Please pick a Bobo's Big Adventure.
0: (laughs) In all fairness, I never did play that.
3: (laughs) I posted Um, the link in our chat to it. Nice.
0: Uh, I've got to think on this one. Something we haven't played yet. Something that I haven't played in a while that I wouldn't mind playing again. Uh, do you guys remember an action side scroller for Nintendo called Trojan?
1: Yes, the game sucked hard. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: May even let it finish. Uh, yeah. All right, we won't play that one. It's <laughs> that or Russian attack. Actually, no. All right, here's a good one, and I enjoyed this one on Nintendo. And I mean, it it definitely was a niche game, but I I know a lot of people did play it. Uh, how about Bionic Commando? Yes.
3: Oh Let's yeah, I that. just picked I just picked that up not that long ago too.
1: I will replay that game all day every day.
0: You ever play it, Kyle? Uh
3: I just a couple minutes here and there. I never actually played through it though.
0: Fantastic game. We're doing that. Yeah. All right. All right. Cool. Are Why you sure, sure man? Rogers?
3: I'm o- I'm okay with Trojan. You know how I feel about playing shit games and talking about it.
0: Well, because of it's you, just, I think we've played enough. So we'll it's do just a good one game. big it's
1: just one big condom commercial anyway, so
3: <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Sounds like something I could slide right into.
0: Nice. Oh, oh, that's rough. And maybe I should
1: dual-play that with Bubble Bath, babes.
0: <laughs>
3: nah. I say uh, that that night sounds like a safe night.
0: Uh, <laughs> all right, we're set awesome. for Bionic State. Commando. Oh, Bionic that's Commando the, it is. Now, now you do again.
1: want to do the NES version and not the uh, the Xbox version, right?
0: Correct. Correct. Okay. N- NES version.
1: got to okay. play the
0: classic. Because I will
1: I, not play the Xbox version.
0: I'm always surprised at the level of depth of that one on NES, too. That was really good. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, So we'll, I'll
1: I'll save my uh, my comments for later.
0: Yeah, I beat it back in the day when it was on the system, so we'll see how bad I suck at it now that I'm old. Sure. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Nah, get a
3: couple, couple lives lost. You'll be right back where you left off.
0: Yeah, probably. You'll be all right. Um... Alright, so we're getting close to the end here, so I did want to say a big thank you to uh, everybody that called in to the voicemail line. That always uh, gives us plenty to talk about. Uh, if you'd like to answer our upcoming question of the bye week once we release it onto the Twitters and the Facebooks, uh, you can call our voicemail at 610-810-1654. And, uh, or if you don't want to answer the question and you just want to talk games, um, please do that. Or if you just want to rant randomly uh we'll, we'll run with it <laughs> so yeah call our voice smell. um other than that we'll we'll move on to the shout outs um we'll start with yours travis all
1: right um i would like to shout out i don't i probably i'm sure that that they're not listening to this but um uh, i actually want to shout out a couple of folks um who i've become uh fans of um, first off is uh is smackmaster gaming uh he is part of Smack. the yeah he's he's part of the good for gaming crew um he's he's uh, uh out there always fighting for more uh more recognition for mental health and uh, you know for fighting the stigma and everything like that so um i appreciate what he does for that um, another person is uh kaido kane who is uh-huh. a That's YouTuber awesome. and a streamer, who is also part of the G4G crew, uh, who I am uh, just becoming a huge fan of his content. Uh, me too, I love man. just his, I love watching him.
0: His roguelikes uh, stuff has got me on a tear. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's fantastic. It really is. Um, and I love, like, every Saturday morning, he plays uh, Musou games, which, if you don't know what those are, uh, it's pretty much like the Dynasty Warriors yes. style games. Dynasty Warriors, Samurai Warriors, Orochi um one piece pirate warriors uh was it dragon quest heroes
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um he's playing through dragon quest heroes now and i just i don't know i love watching those games yeah Uh, but yeah he's he's becoming somebody i'm i'm really becoming a fan of uh pretty pretty large fan. so
0: yeah same Um, here if you like roguelikes too he does a lot of roguelike stuff yeah and uh, it's fantastic
1: um and besides that I actually wanna just shout out the entire Good For Gaming crew. Uh oh, RoboPig is, is, you know, our our, our captain Fearless there. Theater. And uh, I, I'm very I'm very much uh extremely happy and uh and just in awe of the community that he's built over oh, there. Man. And uh you know, so big ups to him. It's uh, it's just a
0: great thing that he's done. So it's just such a great group. I, I kind of like yeah. I'm a bit of a lurker and I mean the the you know, as I'm not a steady streamer, I'm definitely doing November 3rd uh, and a heads up about that. that will be doing the 24 hour marathon. Um, I'll be picking out it's my good, games. Man. Yeah. I'll be picking out my games as we get closer and we'll talk about it, you know, in the yeah. next couple of weeks. But, um, yeah, no, good. I can't say enough good things about the good for gaming group. I've already met so many cool people <laughs> and, you know, I've become more friendly with just some of the coolest minded people I've ever bumped into. So, and just the most charitable, charitable people I've ever met in my life. Um, they're awesome. I'm glad yep. to be a part of it. <clears throat> All right. That's it for me. Cha.
3: Um, I pretty much, everybody listens, thank you. <laughs>
2: um,
3: it's greatly appreciated. And um, I don't really have a shout out. Because uh, I don't really talk to people, so uh, I'm just going <laughs> to say, uh, did you guys play the Mega Man demo?
1: Not I yet. Not. I need to, desperately. Yeah, you I, should. I, uh, I've heard great things.
3: I'm looking forward to that. Cool. So shout out to the developers who made that. Demo I've was heard, fun.
0: I've heard great things.
3: Yeah. I'm good. How? what do you got?
0: All right, uh, obviously I'll, I'll follow in Kyle's footsteps there with a, a big shout-out to the fans. Obviously we, we sincerely appreciate all the listens and downloads we're getting every week. Uh, the only other thing I'd really ask of you guys, if you really are enjoying it, please give us a review uh, on iTunes or wherever. I think iTunes will show up uh, in most places. Uh, we'd definitely appreciate that. That would be fantastic. Um. Uh, And also a big shout-out to the Good for Gaming crew. Um, I'm still kind of a lurker. I'm a new guy there, and I'm just getting to know everybody. But, you know, I I really watch what people are doing in there, and there's just so many different ideas of how, you know, we can raise money for, you know, helping these children's hospitals and and other causes, and they're just so generous with their time, um, with their money. I mean... It is such a cool thing to be a part of, and I can't say enough good about the community that RoboPig, you know, that Dave has built over there. And uh, it's I'm very proud to be a part of it. So good on all of you. You're just great people. And it's good to see that there is so much good in this world and uh, that it can actually be found on the Internet.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, also, a shout-out to our pals over at the Everyday Gamers. Um I believe Blake is also coming up on a new arrival to his family. Uh, so good luck with that if it hasn't already happened. Um, best wishes and hope it all goes great. And obviously shout out to Eric, you know, AZ Rockslide, and Meef Jay. Um, just very much enjoy your cast and you guys are always so cool with us, so thank you for that.
1: We miss you, Chris.
0: Oh my god, Chris. Yeah, seriously. I I though I love it. Like Chris and I Chris and I talk a lot on Twitter, uh, via direct message. We've actually been having this like back and forth as we've watched uh, Castle Rock all the way through. And uh the only reason I just haven't talked about that much since the preview is holy shit did that get confusing by the end of it. <laughs> it wasn't a great ending. I like Chris and I were both just messaging back and forth like WTF. WTF <laughs> <laughs> Um so, yeah, heads up to you, buddy. And then finally, a uh, shout-out to the boys over at Bad Fodder Figures. A uh, big shout-out. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Mike, for calling in. And uh, thank you for just doing what you do over there. It's I haven't really listened to a you know radio show slash podcast this consistently since Opie and Anthony went off the air. <laughs> um, but, no, I, I really enjoy what they're doing over there, and they're really funny. You know, Mike, Matt... Eric, a.k.a. Glovebox, and, uh, Jeremy, a.k.a. Hoodie Ninja, um, just, they're, they're great, and they're hilarious, so go check them out. And, uh, finally, one more shout-out I, I didn't put down, but I wanted to get out there, uh, to the Lore Seekers podcast. Um, anybody playing Elder Scrolls online, you need to check this podcast out. Um, the host of this show have so much knowledge of the lore of this game and just listening to every episode they dive into just a small subset of it and they go so deep into it by the end of it like it has me locking into the game going holy crap i have to see this i have to experience this for myself and uh, it's a great listen it's very well produced and um it's definitely worth checking out that's the lore seekers podcast for elder squirrels online and cool. uh yeah check them out you'll love it dude they're great
1: <laughs> the hell was that
3: uh Al I have no idea I'm blaming Al god damn it Kyle
0: <laughs> and uh finally so that'll be that for this podcast episode 23 um, if you would like to interact with us you can hit us up at the save point on tiny.cc slash save point uh, you can go and email us at retrorents at gmail.com or also on twitter at theretrorents um, you can hit me up at Retro Rents Al. Travis. That's is- on Twitter, by the way. Yes, sorry. At RetroRentsAl, hmm. Al, like the sign. <laughs> and uh, you can hit Travis up at at Soda X Bread. Yep. Uh, Kyle's not on there. Don't bother. Just go to the same point. And uh, pretty as much. I- <laughs> as I said, if you do want to leave a voicemail, um, you can leave one at six one zero eight one zero. One six five four, and that will wrap it up for episode twenty-three. Thank you guys for coming out, for listening, and for hanging out in the save point and interacting with us. Uh, till next time. Uh, hold on, I got a good one here. I've got Reba Turkey. My chest hurts.
3: God, no, I can't stop itching my eye. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And that'll be that, everybody. Kyle's gonna go get rid of his pink eye.
1: And Travis is gonna have a
0: freaking heart attack. Oh, lovely. And that'll Whee! be the way. <laughs> Later, everyone. Peace. Peace.